Hello everyone, welcome to the FPL Life for Deadline podcast. I'm your host Sami and with me today on the show is Grace as usual. Well, hello Grace, welcome. Uh, good day everyone, it's good to be here. Talking FPL again. Yeah, I mean, um, I like to say it's good to be here but <laughs> um, my game week was not really... <laughs> my game week was not really good, I don't know about you but... Yeah, I, I I don't know how I got the red arrow in the double game week that I brought in double game week players, but I got the red arrow anyway. <laughs> I had seven three points, red arrow. I'm now in seven hundred and seventy something k. Very disappointing, very disappointing week for me. Chris, how was your week? Disappointing too. On Twitter, they were gassing my team up, saying that the best thing since sliced bread. Okay, time for the point <laughs> out. <laughs> Time for the points and Darwin missed the first game. Inketia, Inketia didn't start the two games. Um, Robo didn't start this. Robo didn't play the second game at all. Bueno got injured in the in the first half of the second. See, it was just a chaos everywhere across board. Disappointing. I mean, I mean, good team on good team on paper does not necessarily translate to the pitch, I guess. Sadly, sadly. <laughs> yeah, but I. Let's talk about some of the things that happened this game week, which was, well, it was new and we were on the wrong end of it, but, but yeah, Arsenal, Arsenal, Arsenal. Uh, Arsenal had a good game week, but the Arsenal players I had now have a good game week, especially in Ketia. Um, Ateta decided to go another way with his Arsenal selections and um, yeah, for the two games in the double game week, he decided to start in Ketia from the bench. Great, can you tell us more about your team? Why did Ateta decide to do that? Uh, what does this change for us as regards the dynamics of Arsenal? Because they're setting someone that people might have been selling was actually the best player this game week. Yeah, yeah, it's, I guess it's, if you are, a, if you claim to be a nine, be a nine, right? Um, that's the problem with Nketiah. Nketiah claims to be a nine, but um, sometimes the chances he misses doesn't just do justice to that. So I guess Ateta wanted to try out them um, Trossard in the first nine role, which is the role he has played for Brighton for a sign for Arsenal. And honestly, I was impressed with Trossard over the two matches. You know, he's not a nine. He was able to drift left, drift right from time to time. Good movement, good um, link up play with the other midfielders and the uh, wide men. So I think going for an Ateta is the kind of guy. Uh, Reminds reminds uh, me of myself in my coaching days. Um, people know about it. <laughs> but it's the kind of guy that if you find something that works, right? It doesn't tweak it much until it starts to fail. So I don't think it's going to change change. I don't see him changing it. This doesn't look like someone that experiments too much. You know what I mean? So yeah, yeah. But um, yeah. Let's let's talk more about the actual changes he made because um, Trossard in the first nine actually. Um, brought because um, people have actually been saying this that since Nketia came to the side, maybe Martinelli has been um, um, dropping in his performances and in his positions, especially in the start of the season, where because of Gabriel Jesus that doesn't really occupy that number nine position, he drifts. So it allowed Martinelli to get in some good positions, but Nketia, we know likes to occupy that number nine position to himself. But yeah, playing Trussell as a post nine. Um, happen to work well for Martinelli. So yeah, is, is Martinelli now the best Arsenal asset to 
Nah, I won't say it's the best Arsenal asset because what happens when maybe in two in two games or so maybe we don't have a good uh, we don't have a good performance. Is it the one that now goes back to the bench? You know, I won't I wouldn't go there. I would say for Arsenal assets now, I think um, Saka still remains the standout. Um even though if you own Martinelli, I think I guess you keep him, but I don't know whether I'll be buying him honestly. Even though it looks better with Trossard in the team, but I, I, I would be very skeptical about it. I think Saka is the best Arsenal asset to own, and if you want another Arsenal asset, you can get in there. That's for attack, you can get in there, Martin Odegaard. Well, yeah, I hear you, I hear you, I hear you. But as, as someone that's been on the wrong end, especially of a Martinelli or time and time again, I will know how old he is by how highly old he is by the casual. <laughs> Sorry, I say casual, but yeah. Danny has um, Danny is a casual now. That what? <laughs> Danny wow. has him. No, yeah. no, Danny in a pro. Danny, Danny in a pro. Danny in a pro. <laughs> honestly, 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 I'm tempted to just get him as Nelly because that guy has lost my rank so much this season, and he's proving to thrive. Even though, like, okay, yeah, we said Trossard has come in, and yes, 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 he fears that his position was going to be in danger. But yeah, I was talking about when Trossard came in, there was fears that um, um, yeah, he, he might lose his position to Trossard. But it seems like Ateta trusts him enough to. You know, find the position to play him where he does well. So, what do you say to that? Do you think I I, I would say that I don't, I don't think Martinelli is really a um, a, a fear or a doubt whether he might start or he might not start, or whether it needs to be managed because it seems like he's he's the most dangerous as apart from Saka, apart from Saka here. Yeah, but that directness that that directness that he brings to us now, it seems like when he's not on the pitch, Arsenal lacks it. What do you think? Mm, I get your point, but I still maintain my stance because if football is a very funny thing, I don't think I would be going for him if I don't already have him. That's me personally, Shah. I still maintain that Saka or the guard has safer um, options in the sense that you know that you know you know that they play right. So I I, I wouldn't I wouldn't go there if I don't already have him. Maybe 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 if you are yeah. passing some different different maybe maybe you can probably consider that yeah definitely definitely on the wild card um, it might be a consideration but given the arsenal do not double again like maybe for the foreseeable future i can get why you will not be going there well i like us to talk also about that team liverpool um they had a double game week this past game week and they rang in the changes as club said he would in his pre-match press conference. We had Darwin Nunez, Gakpo being benched and even Robertson got the bench. Um, what we say about Liverpool assets now, is it only Salah and all the assets that we can trust from Liverpool? Darwin Nunez and, you know, with Diogo Jota coming back and with Diaz also on his way back, can we trust the likes of Darwin Nunez and um, could the gap for that starting position? Mm, I think Nunez is safe. I, I think Nunez is safe. His absence was due to he wasn't fit for the match, so he wasn't winning the squad. So I think he's safe. But Gap will be a lot more skeptical. I think Jota is the one that would. Yeah, yeah. I said um, yeah. I'll be skeptical about Gap, but I think Nunez is safe. Nunez will start on the left, um, Salah on the right, then Jota through the middle. 
So I don't think Gakpo is safe. But I'm saying, looking subsequently, when you look at FPL option, forward option, I realize that maybe it might not be best to hold on to Nunes, especially especially if you have the luxury of moving in for some other guys. If you look at the schedule, there are some doubles coming up for some teams. There are some blanks coming up, some good features for some strikers. So when you look at it, you might not want to move for Nunes or you might look to even move him out, probably. So in the Liverpool team, I don't know. Liverpool, they are still... Yesterday they struggled, they struggled, although they, they figured it out in the in the second half, but they still they are not just still firing on all cylinders. So I won't be too um, scared not um, owning the assets going forward for instance. Alright, yeah, I, I I quite agree. Um yeah, it's very consistent um, talking about those assets, forward assets that you might be um, looking to target in the coming weeks. Um, someone has gone under the radar, I just feel I should mention his name right now, Oliwa Atkins. I think he has been thriving in the new Emery Villa team, you know, with goals and points. They double in 29, I guess, so that's something you should keep an eye on, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Alright, let, let's, let, let's quickly move on, let's move on, let's talk about um, yeah, over the weekend there was over the week, sorry, there was FA Cup matches and that made the blank game with 28 um, definite or certain. So now we know the fixtures are blank and the ones that go on to play in blank game with 28. Grace, can you run us through those fixtures quickly so that... Okay. Or do you for have, blank, them? Game week, you have them? blank game with 28. Can you hear me clearly? Yes. Yes, I can hear Blank game with 28. You'll be a blank for Brighton, Fulham, Liverpool, Manchester City, Manchester United and West Ham. That's six teams. Brighton, Fulham, Liverpool, Manchester City, Manchester United and West Ham. Yeah, all right. Why, why, we, why we are saying this is because it's important, you know, given the next few weeks, why planning your teams, making your transfers, or um, trying to think about cheap strategy to use, which we are going to go on, you know, which is the next um, topic of discussion. Keeping all this in mind is very important to you know, choose the right chips to use at the right time. Because as we know, game week 27, which is just two games from now, is a double game week. Like four teams double in that double game week. Brighton, Brentford, which is um, the top of the bunch, and also Crystal Palace and Southampton. So, yeah. Um, great. About chip strategy now, what, what, what's on your mind? Last time we talked about it, we, were, we, were, we weren't too sure because of the uncertainty about the blanks you know everybody was talking about a Liverpool game whether it's be a blank or it's not be a blank but now that we are sure do you have any definite plans or strategy for your chips no definite plan but I think I've adjusted my position because um if you listen to the previous episode I talked about this strategy but about a particular strategy that hinged on Fulham losing their their cup match to it. Well, Fulham went on to win, and because of that, Fulham and Liverpool is blank. And now, from Fulham and Liverpool, I have Andreas, I have Darwin Nunes, I have Robertson, and I have Salah. That's four players. Four players in addition to to um, Erling Haaland, to Marcus Rashford, and that's already six players I have that are blank in game of 28. So now it's becoming tricky for me to navigate that without uh, without um, 
without needing the chips, I need to get my chips strategy right or my moves right, for instance. Because also in 27, in 27, there are doubles for four teams Brentford, Brighton, Crystal Palace, and Southampton. So, though, when you consider it, actually, for if you look at the double for Brentford, it's Everton away and Southampton away. Good fixtures. Then for Brighton, it's Leeds away and Crystal Palace at home. So when you look at those fixtures, you have to now factor in that game with 27, you have to get in your Brighton and your Brentford assets. And then you might even be capping a Brighton or a Brentford asset for So these are the things you have to consider now while while doing the chief strategy. So what has come to my mind is um, I was really interested in a free hit in 29. But on second look, with the fixture um, ticker rearranged, I think game week 29 is the biggest um, double to the end of the season, based on what I can see from the charts, Ben Krellin's charts. So because of that, I think game week 29 might be the an ideal time to use the Ben Boost chip because of his mega double. There are doubles for, let me see, I think around 12 teams. There are doubles for 12 teams in game week 29. So, I think a wide card now or in 27, for instance, a wide card in 26 or 27, with the thought of um, the blank in 28 and the double in 29 in mind might work very well, at least to help you navigate the next four to five weeks. So I think a wide card 26 or 27, then I also think you can find a way to save the free hits, but not to play to the blank in 28. Because like this now, 26 is a single game week. 27 is a double for four teams, like I've said. 28 is a blank game week for six teams, like I've said. 29 is a, is a double game week for 12 teams. So it's how to navigate it. But I think a white card makes it easy. Although it depends yes, yes. on you now, but actually because for me, I have no Brentford and Brighton. And this is important because Brentford and Brighton are like, probably the, they are the only teams that double in 27 and 29. You get what I mean? They have a double in 27, they have a double in 29. And I have zero Brentford or Brighton assets at the moment. So if you are someone that already owns Nikoma, you already own Tony, let's say you have to, I guess you can find a solution that doesn't require you to play a white card now. You can actually delay the white card and it might come, come uh, it might give you an advantage over those of us playing it now. It might give you an advantage in the future. So it, it's team dependent. I think we just have to look at the look at the features, uh, see what you can line up with, check how many players you have for 20, how many doublers you potentially have for 29. And find your best strategy. But for me now, favoring maybe a white card or a white card next. So yeah, your alternative would be I'm... sorry. The alternative would be if if you already have some assets from Brentford and Brighton, and you can navigate your way through this schedule. I guess the alternative would be to white card maybe in 33 ahead of um, the double. There'll be a double in 34. Though it's not very than a double in 37 too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I get I get that strategy. But the more I look at this, I think 
not only is favoring 27 um like the, the play I, I would like i think it's the optimal play for me because um what current 27 actually helps you or gives you the route to bench boost 29 which is the biggest double game week ever and um like this this season and you can skip teams like city and man united who i don't especially city because my united is also done for city who don't they blank in they blank in 28 and in 29 they play liverpool so which is just a single fixture so you can actually you know um skip city on your 27 wild card and yeah you can just load up on brentford and brighton and some of all these players and then you save your transfer to get maybe my united players in 29 for double I'm 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 favoring the 27 wild card more more the more I look at okay. it. So, um, yeah. the only the only yes. Okay. You're thinking about transfer? Uh, you're thinking about wild card in this week? Yeah, I think it's an option. I think. But so. why? Why would you want to wild card this week? What yeah, what what have, what is the advantage? I have many problems in my life. I'll be kicked. Yeah, I'll be kicked. I know my still the Robertson's bench maybe is one off, but there's no guarantee that it won't. Because they won with Mika's man. Mika's was going to provide the fire with us. So I have a few problems. In this. I'm I'm just saying. I'm just. I guess I guess I'll have a second look at see which one is optimal. Yeah. Yeah, the, the only problem I would say is that if, if you're going to watch God now, you still be looking at maybe getting in City or which, which other team because I can't really see Brentford, Brighton. You can get them in now, but the officials are not that good. The Fulham, Fulham is, is not so difficult to future when talking about offensively. Brighton play West Ham. Now I guess I guess it's also good if you can watch God now, but I think. Maybe using one one transfer to you know take out if 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 it's in Ketia, you feel it's more likely to not play this week or <clears throat> Robertson, and then just wild card game in 27 because the closer you wild card between 27 and 29, you can actually tailor your team well so that you can take advantage of double game week to bench boost and also maybe now get the blank game. Week. But where are you on blank game with free hits? Free hit twenty eight for the blind game. We be using your freedom on twenty eight. I will try my best to avoid the free hit twenty eight. Maybe, maybe, maybe I might, I might find better use of the free hit in maybe in thirty four, thirty seven, or one round, or maybe in the final game of the season. Because I think if I white card in twenty seven, for instance, yeah. I can see a strategy that allows me to avoid blankers in at least. But that allows me that allows me to avoid them um, more than three blank blank players in the game. You get what I mean? So yeah. I can really line up yeah. at worst. So I might avoid the free in 28 and play because there's there's going to be a likely blank in 32. So I don't know. Yes. There's a likely blank in 32 for like um, 16. So yeah. Maybe, maybe, maybe my my have better use then probably. Yeah, but probably. I'll, I'll see. But but now, for now, I'm not really thinking of free hit in 28. I'm thinking more of 
maybe white card in 27, then he bench boost in 29. Something that sets me up for him. 29. I guess that's where my mind is. Yeah, I think my mind is there too. Um, as that, I think, would be the optimal move for us or for me. <laughs> it's really giving the state of my team. I, I, need, I need something right now to lift me up here. But, um, Okay, so for those that might not want to work out, for those that might not want to work out now and they want to keep it um, till 33 or till whenever they feel it's it to be good, um, what are the options they have? Free hits 28 or free hits 29? Um, for those that don't want to work out, I would... Like, is, is it better to use hits to prepare for the... Um, 28 fixtures and then free hit 29 or they just free hit 28 and then maybe they use their word card in 29 it's tricky it's tricky but before i was favoring the free hit in 29 so i'll say i still prefer the free hit in 29 because it might um help you to challenge those that would have white carded in 27 with a view of tw- a brain boost in 29 mind you know what i mean so I think yeah. I think I'll fancy I'll fancy a free hit in 29. But but honestly, you just have to look at your team, right? You have to look at your team and determine what is what's best for you. We are just right. suggesting. <laughs> yeah, we are we're suggesting. But but now as I just suggested something now, I think a what card in 29 might not actually be a bad idea. So just that you're thinking of when we use the bench boost as maybe if you use your bench boost already if you use your bench boost already for whatever reason then a wild card 29 might not be a bad idea true i guess so all right all right then um that's that's enough for our ramblings on on the on the chief strategy um let's talk about giving 26 fixtures and captaincy can you read the fixtures for Game Week 26? Um, game Week 26 fixtures. Deadline is on Saturday, 12 o'clock, Nigerian time, GMT plus one. There's Manchester City, Newcastle, that's the first match. Then there's wow. Arsenal, Bournemouth, Villa, Crystal Palace, Brighton, West Ham, Chelsea, Leeds. Wolves, Spurs, and Southampton, Leicester on Saturday. Then there is um, Nottingham Forest, Everton. Then the big game, Liverpool, Manchester United on Sunday. Then on Monday is Brentford versus Fulham. All right, so I'm quickly, um, who are you favoring as captain this week? It's tricky this week, funny, you know, honestly. <laughs> honestly, I think a lot of people will just want to just stay safe and cap. Haaland, but I'm not sure. I might not do that. I might not do that. I might just cap Saka. Saka against Bournemouth. I think Saka against Bournemouth really um, interests me. Especially, there are, there are a few standout, standout fixtures this week. So, I'm, I think that's Saka against Bournemouth. If, if, if not Saka against Bournemouth, then, then um, Haaland against Newcastle. Yeah, I guess Haaland will always be an option, but um, I'm favoring Bukayo Saka against Bournemouth to to be my captain. Yeah, I think it would be um, 
I think he'll he'll, he'll perform better than Haaland. Um, that up Man City Newcastle match might be a bit, uh, might be a bit tricky. Let's let's see whether Newcastle can respond from their Carabao Cup final defeat to Manchester United. Let's just see. But Arsenal against Bournemouth looks like a match that Arsenal will just blow Bournemouth. No, <laughs> there's no thinking about it. The only thing I'm I'm thinking about is that I should get Martinelli. Like I can't be having is a goalless striker in my team. God in Yeah, because I was so angry. When Arsenal scored four goals and I, the only thing that I saw was an assist. I mean, come on. For a striker. Anyway. Yeah, um, so yeah, I think we're pretty much set with that. So what are your plans for your team this week? Are you going to follow through with the wild card or yeah, that's the thing. I think if I was if I was going to white card, I should even have a white card draft point now, but I have nothing. <laughs> but um assuming I don't white card, right? That means I'll most yeah. likely white card in twenty-seven. So I'll I'll take my free transfer, I'll make make use of it. Maybe maybe yeah. in Katia in Katia to Tony. I don't know if I can afford that. I doubt that's the problem. I think I don't think I can afford a direct move. Well, I'll find a move. I'll find a move for because Tony plays. Um, he plays Fulham at home. Then I'll find a move that just maybe just like a one week bond, a direct transfer I can make. Maybe to sell. Maybe Robertson or Unketia or both of them safe. Maybe but Estupinan is yellow flag. I don't know in the object on his injury. I could have done Estupinan on him. But I don't know. I'll I'll find someone. But something like in Ketia to Tony, I really fancy it, but I doubt I can afford it. But I'll find a move like that. I'll find a move like that and I'll I'll make it. Yeah. That's what I'm just thinking. Uh, maybe one transfer, then maybe white card next week. But don't be surprised if you see my team on Twitter and a white card. <laughs> That's a possibility. Uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. I won't be surprised. But um, yeah, for me, for me, I I think I'll just look for a move to make. I'm not very sure what the move is yet, but um, yeah, I might even take a hit just to get Zinketi out of my team. It's, it's been a disappointment since I brought him in. Big disappointment. Darwin Nunez, I regretted taking my also for Darwin Nunez. And now I can't hope he pays me back against my team, my Manchester United. <laughs> so that was just a very bad move for me. So um, yeah, in Ketia out, uh, we'll figure out what we'll do, Shav, because I'm, I'm not yet very sure, but I know I'll be making a move this week. Okay. I guess. Yeah, so um, do you have any other extra? Have, have we covered everything? Are, are we sure about that? Yeah, I think we have. Wow. All right then. Um, yeah, yeah. I guess that's all we have time for on this episode of the FPL Life with Deadline podcast. Great. It's been nice chatting with you. Even though, to be honest, FPL has not been kind for us this season. <laughs> yeah. I hope. I hope we kick on. I hope we kick on. Ah man, I don't know when last I actually played FPL actively. I finished something like. No, 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 this case, case. 
yeah yeah this time this time to change this change the tides yeah um, well we hope that you all out there have been better than us and also know you're taking the very good information that we're giving you and you're making the most out of it yeah <laughs> thanks for listening to us on this episode of um, hope to see you next time next episode bye, bye.